Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about how the news is not necessarily news. In many cases, it's not new enough to be news, and it's not old enough to be history. It falls into a no-man's land of random, useless data. I'm struck by how often the news media are out of step with what's happening in the world of real estate investing. In the process of producing a daily show seven days a week, I'm constantly on the lookout for topics that I believe are going to be useful and interesting to you, the listener of the show. I'm also drawing heavily on real-world reporting directly from a boots-on-the-ground perspective in our own business. The result of this approach is that I'm often experiencing the major news publications, including the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, and the LA Times, reporting many of the things I've been talking about on the show, except three weeks later. Now, if a building collapses, the ambulance chasing news media, they're right there. They're on the scene a few minutes behind the amateur video. But if we're talking about real estate trends, the media are definitely weeks behind. If you're in the business and you're paying attention, you can often be ahead of the pack by doing your own research. I'm still having conversations with investors who are making investment decisions as if we were still in March, April, or May market conditions. They believe that inventories are falling, everything's selling above asking price and multiple offers. And when pressed as to why they hold the belief that they do, they point to statistics from April or May. Now, I reported on June the 30th my belief that market conditions are cooling. I didn't have solid statistical evidence. I didn't have a full month of market data to support my thesis. But I did have a boots-on-the-ground perspective from talking to multiple brokers and investors. On July 16th, a front-page report on the Wall Street Journal was showing hints of the same thing that I reported on June 30th. That's a full 16 days later. This 16-day advantage is a real advantage. In fact, on May the 16th, I was negotiating with a seller on the purchase of a property. I wrote to the seller, and I'm going to quote you directly from my email to him. I'm seeing market conditions starting to soften. While properties are still selling quickly, the number of properties that are selling in multiple offers is reduced compared with a few months ago. Properties are not selling much above asking price as before. Your property is a distressed sale in a challenging location and will not command a premium in the market. That's what I wrote on May the 16th. Now let's be clear, I was negotiating for a lower price, but I was starting to see the market conditions changing back in the middle of May. That's a full six weeks before the report in the Wall Street Journal. I'm not telling you this to impress you, but to impress upon you that you don't need to rely on the mainstream media to be ahead of the curve. In the world of Wall Street, milliseconds of speed advantage can translate into the difference between winning and losing in the market. Michael Bloomberg created a fortune in the billions of dollars on the basis of that speed advantage. Now, real estate markets are not nearly as liquid as Wall Street or the bond market, but being late to the party is only going to hurt you. I believe that knowing where the market is heading before the rest of the pack can be an advantage. On the front page of the Wall Street Journal on Sunday this week, there was a story about how rising material costs are making the process of getting bids on new construction more difficult. Well, it's true that we've been experiencing extreme price volatility for construction materials. Some contractors who have not managed their supply chain well have experienced financial losses, and they're continuing to bid jobs very conservatively now in order to make up for those losses on the next job. But I'm sorry, the Wall Street Journal's report is weeks behind what's actually happening in the market. Lumber prices have fallen 65% in the last 60 days. Steel prices have been flat for the past month, albeit at elevated levels, and they've fallen 1.5% in the past week. The front page report is simply out of step with what's actually happening in the market. We are getting revised bids from our contractors that are actually lower than they were two months ago for the same projects. My point here is to urge you to draw your own conclusions based on your own research rather than just following the pack. 
The data is out there if you choose to pay attention. But in order to conduct your own research, you must guard against confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is when you have a hypothesis in your mind and you go out looking for the data to support your hypothesis. You're always going to find data that could support any hypothesis. But if you look at the data objectively and ask yourself simple questions like, what is the market really telling me? How has it changed from a few weeks ago or a few months ago? You have a realistic shot of getting insight into the market ahead of the rest of the pack. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.